Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. The campaign is Cold Fire Within. It was written by Christopher Smith Adair and is available from Chaosium and Drive-Thru RPG. Our game master is Zane Fleming, and this is episode three. Our recap will be given by Mark Anthony as his character, uh, Owen Dorcha. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Mark? Thank you, Tom. Oh man, I have been having the strangest time ever since I and my brother landed in the Big Apple. Ever since Brandon upped sticks and disappeared, something has stunk to high heaven, and I've spent half my life in a fishing town. After we all returned from our various research, Marston's meeting with Oscar Kelgrave concerning the mysterious sigil, Melton searching the Sterling residence for clues concerning Brandon's disappearance, Myself and Wyatt looking up old newsprint concerning the League of Invis the League of Forgotten Gentlemen Forgotten Men, and Daniel checking the local morgue. Melton received a letter from uh, Yvonne Kalisham from the Slaughter Institute of Parapsychology in Woodstock. The letter was concerning a missing Graham a missing Graham Tolhurst who had escaped two weeks prior, very similar to another case, Natalia Thimble, who had departed from the Institute grounds back in October. Ms. Callishan believes she and the residents experienced ghostly sightings of Native, of Native Americans staring in through the windows at those inside. Yvonne has asked of Milton's assistance in getting to the bottom of things concerning the apparitions. As soon as we find out more about the missing Brandon, I'm sure we can be of assistance. However, with our new established knowledge from research, somehow linking the sigil, Brandon Sterling, Ferdinand Argus, and the League of Forgotten Gentlemen, we prepared to venture over to the gathering of the enlightened folk. Even the cabbie wanted to keep his distance from the gathering and needed sweetening up from Wyatt for the return trip. The community weren't afraid to show some muscle. Right from the get-go as we approached the entrance, there were bouncers and, as we predicted, much more inside. Greeted by a lad named Lewis with wiry red hair, carrying stacks of propaganda literature and white armbands, we were shown the inside and, after signing in with fake names, proceeded to mingle with the scum of the city. We also noted a previous sign-in in the journal from Brandon, Ferdinand Argus and Leopold Fontanelli, including some of their addresses. After biting our tongues through a hateful spiel of drivel given by the one and only, Ross Seabrook met our acquaintance accompanied by a seven-foot-tall ape. After mentioning Oscar Kelgrave, one thing led to another and a scuffle broke out and we all got kicked out in our arses, as fun as it was while it lasted. They know that we know something, and our suspicions were further confirmed when we spotted a few of the thugs loitering outside of the Bargles. We have not long arrived at Fontanelli residence, and according to the distressed wife, Cordelia, Leopold has disappeared. I hope we can reveal something in our endeavor among the knickknacks and keepsakes of the residence, but the goose flesh that brails my skin may confirm that as I suspected, something does indeed stink. Awesome. So uh, for tonight's episode, just to keep you all uh, on that cliffhanger, we're going to start with Damiel, uh, who is over at um, uh, in the jewelry district in, in Manhattan. Um, it's not exactly easy so to find. <laughs> So yeah, you you you've been uh, probably looking around since kind of around midday. You've been going around and showing images of the 
the thing from the newspaper uh, to see if any of the, the jewelers uh, recognize it as work they've done or anything along those lines. Um, give me a luck roll. Oh, let's see. Uh, yes, uh, I got a 44 out of 82. Cool. So, pretty, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so it, it doesn't, uh, the first few you go to, they're like, oh, it's a video, a beautiful piece. Uh, of course, we can, uh, we'd be able to throw something together for you, but uh, it, it doesn't look it, like they don't recognize it, but they, right. they keep trying to sell you on like, oh, we could make this in Sterling Sea. We have these beautiful gems we could do for you. And they're trying to, they seem to think you're wanting this piece made. Right. Um, but, uh, but eventually you come to a, uh, you almost miss it. Uh, but there's sort of like a bit of a, it looks a bit of a hole in the wall place. It's, it's down an alleyway kind of past some, some, a few other things. And it looks a, maybe a little bit more run down. Um, but there's something just, you just catch it out of the corner of your eye. And, and it says jewelers, um, uh, you know, fine craftsmanship. Uh, as it looks a little bit run down, um, but there's an open sign on the window. Okay. So I go inside. Um, I look around. Is there somebody sitting behind the counter or somebody working? So um, as you enter, there's a bell goes off above the door. Right. Um, and uh, you look around and it's quite dark in here. It's, it's, it's in the, the windows are quite grimy. And um, give me a, uh, there's no one immediately that you see within the room. Give me a spot hidden though. Wow, got another 44. Oh, what is my spot hidden? Uh, 60. So, yes, that's regular. Awesome. Um, so, pretty much the first thing you notice look, I said there's no one in the room, but the first thing you notice about a lot of the jewelry that's on display and, and so on and so forth, it, it has this is not the kind of jewelry that a normal person would wear, like as far as like nice rings or necklaces or anything like that. Mm -hmm. This looks a lot darker and, and probably if you knew anything about it, probably more on the occult side of things like these, this jewelry has a purpose. Should um, I do an occult roll? Yes. If you've got occult, you can. Uh, I got an 09 out of 65. So that is oh, an extreme. Yes. Um, yeah, so you, you notice various different things um, and, and, it's jewelry that you've encountered through your your discoveries through through books is certain rings that have got markings on them that you recognize the markings as as things that ward off certain um things or or believed to ward off certain items that kind of thing uh the big thing you notice is over in the corner um made to look like a like a, a, a display for rings is a hand of glory an actual hand of glory yeah, well, you've got a nine. That's a very good roll. Right, so, yeah. Um, yeah so a severed it, it, human hand. With, uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. And it's up in the corner behind the counter, made to look like a, uh, um, as I said, like a, it's just right. got rings on it to look like a, a display. Um, as you notice this, um, uh, you you do hear a cough. And um, uh, from a, a, a back room, um, a uh, an older man, probably 
you'd say in kind of late 80s, early 90s, sort of uh, creeps in and he's got, uh, you know, liver spots all over his face and kind of dark rings over his eyes and, and white strangly hair. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear the bell. And he sort quite of all right. sl slowly makes his way over to the, uh, to the counter. Yeah. I um, don't get... Uh, Men of the cloth in here very often. Well, no, I'm. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. First off, I'm. I'm not actually looking to purchase anything. I'm. Uh, I'm actually uh, hoping to uh, locate the manufacturer of a particular piece of jewelry I've run across. Um, and uh, let me show you the 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 drawing, and I yeah. uh, I show it to him. I was wondering if you would, if if you made this, or if you know who did make this. So you you put the page down, and he sort of, uh, kind of pulls out from under the counter these, um, jeweler's spectacles and puts them on and kind of puts the, uh, yeah, and he puts this box down on the counter and it's full of the pins, like it's like chock a block. Take your pick. Ah, what? Uh, uh, do you know what the significance of this particular design is? <laughs> that there, my friend, is the symbol of the Loma. Of Lomar, I see. Uh, yes, there's an old um, crystal that uh, the high priest used to wear, and it's a replica of that there. I see, I see. And um, I was I was hoping. Uh, so you you put these together. Who who commissioned these? <laughs> well, client confidentiality and you know, all that stuff. Yeah, gotcha. Keep that. Hush, hush. I, I deal with some pretty uh, dark characters. So, uh, you know, don't want to get on anyone's bad side. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not here to judge. It's. Uh business after all isn't it <laughs> yes yes perhaps i can uh i can uh help you out a bit um if you would if you could give me the uh the name of the person commissioned please well uh, a couple of uh you know, my memory isn't exactly what it used to be, but uh, for the right um, price, I, I might be able to uh, uh, let you have a squeeze at, uh, at some of my books. All right. Um, uh, $20. Uh, $20. Wait a second. What age is this? 1935. $35. Five dollars? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I like the other one. <laughs> uh, five dollars. Oh, I suppose I could uh, accidentally leave my ledger out on the table and go and check something in the back for uh, for a moment. That would be much appreciated. And he, he sort of um, puts down a, a it's a black um, leather ledger. Um, Give me a give me a spot head and roll very quickly. Eighteen. Uh, that is a 
hard, but not a, a okay. A so you you've kind of seen probably images of this within the church or or like you've heard rumor of it, uh-huh. but this ledger is one hundred percent bound in human skin. Odd thing to bind in the human um, skin. So uh, he he puts that down and um, kind of. Uh, Oh, yes, uh, I'll go and get those things you asked for from out the back. He's putting on a big... There's no one else in this room like, sure. at all, but he's putting on a big, like, you know... I'm so he, not he, going to entirely keep my attention on the books because sure. he could be going back there to get a butcher knife and attack me with it for all I know, so... Sure. Um, so, uh, the ledger's in front of you. What would you like to do? I'm going to... Uh, quickly look through it and see if I can locate any of the names I already know, or if uh, if I can locate any information on this. Uh, what was his name? I forget exactly what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the Ferdinand Argus. Uh, Argus, yeah, and see if I can find if I, I can. I'm trying to find out where he lives or where he comes from. Or sure, uh, give me a give me a library use. one out of 60. Cool. Perfect. So it, it takes you a, a little while. Like you probably don't really want to touch the book that much itself. So, you know, um, but yeah, it, it takes you find um, the, you know, the page that you're going through and it takes you a little bit of while, but you do um, uh, finally find uh, the, it's, it's the description of the, the pens um, seems to come up um and you go oh this this fits well and um lo and behold there is there is the 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 signature ferdinand argus and um and an address and we hawk in new jersey is it the same address that we've already gone to? oh this is the first time you've seen and you knew he was in we but this is the first time you've actually seen a physical address. Okay. Six, six, six. John's Boulevard. Yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is there a phone number, maybe? Uh, no phone number. Okay, no phone number. Um, I'm going to pull out an extra couple of dollars and put them on top of the book, close it, and then I'll just leave. Um, as you're, um, you are leaving, um, the, the, you, you hear a voice from behind you say, do be careful dealing with, um, those sorts. They can be tricky. I'm sorry. What did he say again? (laughs) I, I beg your pardon, sir. Just a precaution. Keep your head, son. Of course. Thank you. Good afternoon. And I leave. Um, cool. Uh, and I skip all the way back to the. Uh, <laughs> as you're leaving the shop, give me a spot hidden. 67 is not a pass. Okay. So, yeah, you. I'll spend um, seven luck. Just pass. Cool. No worries. This is pulp. I forget this is pulp. All right. So, um, just, so since you, so it's a regular pass. Yeah. Yeah. 
you all of a sudden notice that um, as you're kind of coming up past the alleyway, um, a man walks across the alleyway. He just crosses across from it. And normally you wouldn't think any of it. It's just someone, you know, walking along. Mm -hmm. Except for the fact that you realize that you've seen the same man about four times today. Same suit, same hat, and you all that's you just all of a sudden realize this is the exact I've seen him. He's either been across the road or he's been uh, all of a sudden you've seen you've seen him in a shop with you, or he's been he's just been around. Um, I am going to try to lose him. Um, if I'm walking along and there's uh, a shop, I might just go into the shop and just go to the back door and leave. I know that people will probably be like, oh, sir, you can't be behind the counter, but I'll be through and out the back door. So you're like gonna, you're gonna like walk calmly to another shop, but once you're in, like go straight. Well, if, if I see the guy get out of my eyesight, then he yeah. won't know where I've gone. I'll just sort of okay. Give me um, stealth. Give me a yeah. He's gonna do a um. Okay, one sec. Hmm. Yeah. That's well, good. on stealth, I got twenty-two out of twenty, so I'll spend the two luck. Cool. Um. He did not pass the psychology, so he didn't read that anything was strange right. uh, about your manner. So you didn't give away anything. Um, so yeah, you managed to kind of walk along uh, out of the corner eye. You're kind of keeping an eye on him, um, right. and you walk into um, uh, what looks like a, it's like a uh, Chinese restaurant. Um, okay. uh, you kind of walk in, head to the back. Uh, as you said, uh, they go, "Ah, oh, sir, sir, you cannot go through here." Um, but you just, just slip straight, straight through, uh, go out the back door. Yeah, and I might even you, do it again. I might go into in another a, in shop, another alleyway. And, yeah, and then I might go into another shop sure. and then go. Yeah, and do that a couple times, and then make sure cool. I'm not following the same path back. You know, take okay, cool. Uh, give my hat me, off. So now that I've just to make it simple, just give me a luck roll. All right. Yeah, just give me a luck roll, uh, just to make it easy. Fifteen. And I'll give him a yeah. Oh yeah, you obliterate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you, um, you do that enough times and sort of backtrack on yourself and stuff like that. And, uh, and like yeah, I say, you're I'll, I'll take this sure off this point now that so that now yeah. I don't look like an obvious guy in a black hat. Sure. All right, now let's uh, jump back over to uh, Long Island, where um, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, to Milton, you're upstairs in Fontanelli's office. Uh, Marsden, Wyatt, and Owen, you guys are downstairs speaking with um, Cordelia and her sister. Uh, yeah, that's what I remember. Okay. Um, so, Milton, you've just found the, the journal and the scrap of paper uh, that you found last week. Um, is there anything else you would like to do in this room? If assuming that I've spotted everything that kind of screams at me saying, this looks interesting... Um, I'm going to take the journals uh, with me. 
and then go mm -hmm. down so just so they don't miraculously disappear in between me doing what I'm doing uh, and make my way downstairs sure. to make an offer on the uh, on the whole lot. Okay. Fact, actually, I'll take, I'll take uh, so the as your... I'll say I'll also yep. take the other books that I found on the desk as well. So it's not just me kind of singling out. Oh, I just want his journals. I, I want some of his other stuff there as well. Ah, uh, right, cool. So you got his um. Uh, uh, the ones that were on the desk was the Paradise, Paradise Found, Found Beasts mm -hmm. of Men and Gods, A Journey to the Earth's Interior. Mm -hmm. Um, as you're leaving the like, as you're going to the door, there's another bookcase by the door, and give me a spot hidden very quickly. Ooh, okay. 48 is a regular success, awesome. So as you're kind of uh, heading to the door you on that bookcase, you notice that on a couple of the books uh, is the name Fontanelli written on the um, on the spine of the book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember he had some contributors' copies um, so of it books looks like... that he'd worked on. Yeah. Are these, yeah, are these separate correct. to the um, other ones that I've spotted, or are they, are they different ones? Um, so the, the ones here... Uh, did I give you the names of the ones you'd spotted? Uh, if you did, I can't recall them. I, could, I vaguely remember them okay, being yeah. like their contributors' copies of books that he's written. That was the kind of thing. Yes, correct. So uh, the ones here, the names are The Gods Within and Without, Wisdom Unbound, and The Quest for the Aryan Eden. Uh, he was doing all right up until the last one. <laughs> um, pretentious, but, but hey. Yeah, so those the, he, he's got some books that obviously he's he's been uh, writing. So um, otherwise, you you head back downstairs. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So you head downstairs uh, while he's been away because that took him a little while to read through all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, Cordelia has been speaking with um, I think it was who was doing the, the main speaking. I believe it was at Marsden. Yeah, it was Marsden. Yeah, so she she was um kind of speaking with you what was Wyatt and, and Owen doing since it's females and I'm burnt up on the face I have a tendency to avoid keep my hat low not but I'm watching the workers watching around but I'm I, ah perfect and now people that know me see whenever there's women around I tend to just pull away because I'm trying to hide the the burns sure uh, and Owen uh, yeah, I, I'll, uh, I'll accompany Marston and uh, Cordelia and just nod and agree with Marston like I understand what he's talking about. <laughs> okay, uh, in that case, uh, Marsden, Owen, uh, well, Marsden, Owen and White, you can all give me spot hiddens, but Marsden and Owen, since you're in conversation with it, I'm going to give you guys penalty dice. Twenty-eight. It's one shy of a hard. I'll spend the one point. Uh, even with the penalty dice, I pass regularly. Awesome. You're muted, Marsden. Also uh, a normal with the penalty die. Okay, so two regulars and, and a hard. Um, so why, because you're kind of, as you said, you were, you specifically said you were kind of focusing 
uh, out, out elsewhere. Um, you see a car pull up. This is a, the, the house is kind of in a cul-de-sac. So you see a, a, a car pull up um, uh, and a man uh, get out of the car um, and he sort of looks around for a bit and he locks eyes with you um, and you see him put a cigarette out, get back in the car and pull away. Uh, Owen and, and Marsden, you guys see the car, you, you hear the car start back up and drive away. White's the only one that actually sees the man get out. Can I get uh, like a license plate off of that? Sure. Yep. Hundred percent. I'll just make a mental note it's, of the plate. Yeah. Yeah. X L B Y N. <laughs> you know. Um, and it's it's one of those, uh, sort of the, no, it's it's not actually, but it's one of those kind of nineteen twenties gangsters kind of style Sedan. cars. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, very much so. Did he um, look bulky and white or like oh, a yeah. 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 Uh give me actually give me a uh give me a luck roll. Why? Uh 43 out of 85. Yeah, so you actually recognize this guy as one of the guys from the the, the talk the other night. Okay. Um uh, after the after I see the car, I watch to make sure he pulls away. And I'm like, uh, Doc, uh, we, we had that meeting. Uh, I don't know. We need to get to that meeting. Uh, uh, and I, you know, give him the old, uh, you're making something up again, aren't you? Look. Yeah, but he'll, you know. <laughs> Uh, I kind yeah. of throw my eyes at the at the direction of the car pulled out, trying not to make it obvious with the the ladies, you know. Kind of tilt my head a little toward. Madams, if you'll I, forgive me, I'll go upstairs and uh, and hurry my friend Milton, who can get overwhelmed in the presence of great works of literature. I kind of like grab my arm, um, and as you as you kind of, uh... yeah. Like you know, so like the oh, arm uh, so as you guys are making your way into the, yeah, uh, as you're going to the the house, um, uh, as, pretty much as you get halfway up the stairs, uh, Milton is at the top of the stairs. He's sort of coming out, uh, and he he's probably got quite an excited look on his face, and he's got books in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a, a little bit away from the ladies now, like with Milton, or yes, you're like you're probably on the um. You're probably on the landing of the of the of the house. Uh, Marsden's halfway up the stairs, and then Milton's at the top of the stairs. Yeah. Owen, did you go with him, or were you staying outside? Uh, yeah, I'll just keep with uh, Wyatt and the spot Milton, and say, "Oh God, he's got that look in his eye again." No. Yeah. So okay. So Wyatt and and Owen, you guys are on the landing of uh, like yeah. You, you've just stepped into the house. Mm -hmm. I just spotted one of those goons from last night. He just pulled up in a sedan, saw us, and and drove away. We got we got to get out of here. Seems we oh. beat them to the punch. Anything good, Blake? Oh, just a, just a bit. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some good stuff up there, and some enlightening stuff. And I'll kind of wave the uh, the journal. Um, I was actually just about to go down to the uh, the lady of the house and make an offer on buying the whole lot. Very good. Let's um make haste with it. Uh, we we have unfriendlies. Mm. Now, I want to take a look at the cul-de-sac. 
if trying to make an educated guess, if mm -hmm. I walk not back up the road, but through the property of the other house, can, do I think I can connect to another block? You know, like walking through the backyards, maybe a couple blocks and then get to another street yeah. or something? This is this is Long Island. So the houses are pretty, like a lot of them have got gates. The and, only reason the gates open on this one is because she's moving stuff out. Um, so they're, they're all gated and, and quite big fences around them. Yeah. How did we get here? I don't remember. Did we take a, ta a cab? I believe you took a cab. Yeah, I think it would be. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so to answer the, your first question, uh, you, you could try to, to kind of get through the other houses, but looking at the fences and, and the, the gates and stuff like that, you it, it wouldn't be a, an easy feat. You'd have to kind of you know, yeah, right. It'd be a struggle, but you might be able to achieve it. Mm -hmm. But you guys, uh, you'll come back down, and and um, the guys are still loading stuff up into the truck. Um, and uh, Cadelia sees you, Milton, coming out with um, a bunch of stuff, um, and she says, "Oh, uh, are you interested in in purchasing some of um some of uh, uh, Leopold's things? Oh, you, you're indeed the, just the lady I was looking for." Um, yes, uh, very much interested, actually. Um, to be honest, uh, rather than have to worry about sorting through everything that's there, I'm, I'm happy to make you a, an, offer, an offer on the whole lot and get it off your hands in one go. Um, she is going to do a psychology roll on you. One second. Mm. Okay. Um, give me a credit racing roll, Milton. Ooh, okay. 14 is well it's definitely under half uh, I'll spend the four luck and make it a fifth okay um, yeah so she she goes she sort of looks at what's in your hands she goes oh, I've got no interest in it take it okay uh, I presume you would like recompense for the or at least remuneration for what's left up in the in the room there's a lot of books up there. Um, she's... <laughs> well, if you can send someone to, or, or you can organize with these gentlemen to, to drop that off wherever you want, but uh, I've got no use for it, so you can just, I, I, yeah. As long as, if it upsets Leopold, just much the better. With with what I've got here, and he, okay, and holding up that journal, I think uh, I think you can count on it that he would not be a happy man if he found that some of these, some of these books had uh, gone for a song. So, in which case, I leave you with the uh, the sorrow of your former former other half. <laughs> ha! Um, and uh, she sort of um, uh, gestures to her sisters, like, uh, uh, "Quick, uh, pay these um, uh, the workers, and and let's let's uh, let's head off to the hotel." Mm -hmm. And her sister kind of goes off to um, to be, go to the foreman of the the guys who are uh, who are. Uh, moving all the the furniture and whatnot. Um, I'll ask them. Can I borrow your phone potentially? Because I have a feeling I might need to get another another van from the removal company to, especially getting crates to box everything up in. I've moved libraries like this before, and there's a lot of packing material you're going to need. Give me a give me a luck roll, and it will have to be a hard. Oh, okay. 
just after I spent some. No, no that's not going to be... It's a regular, but it's not a hard. They have packed up the phone. <laughs> oh, okay. So they, they've already, like, <laughs> yeah, they've already packed up the phone and, and things are like, oh, sorry, boss, but, uh, uh, yeah, we've already packed it up, but it's okay. Uh, um, hey, Chuck, and uh, the youngest member, this guy's probably, uh, you'd probably say could even be 18. He comes over, He's he's got, like, you know, just wiry muscles, like, really wily-looking guy. And he goes, yeah, boss! And he as a hey uh this this gentleman over here wants um all this stuff from the office upstairs uh you got to take it to a, a different place so um what you got to do is what what's the address Mister uh Bargles in downtown in Manhattan Bargles in downtown so he said okay what you need to do is uh put all that stuff there in boxes and write on it that it's got a different address now you got to pay attention you take this wrong address because you're running here um and the, the guy's like yeah you got it boss you got it no problem. Um, and uh, he, the, the the main guy, um, sort of discusses with you a a fee uh, to kind of to do the diversion, um, but um, it's it's well within your range of, of being able to pay it off. Uh, I'll offer him fifty percent more if he doesn't mind me staying behind to help pack, and also ride with him in the van back to Bargles to make sure that it gets there in one piece, and also help unload the stuff. Also known as uh, he, think, know he thinks it's a place. bit weird. Yeah, he thinks it's a bit weird for a couple of books, but he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, I guess. Because um, there's there's two trucks in the thing, because you know, so there's yeah. Um, through this whole process, though, um, a the sedan uh, two sedans pull up into the uh, into the cul-de-sac and emerge out of each van. Uh, it's four men, so there's eight men in total, and one of which is, uh, as Owen so gallantly described, was the uh, giant ape. Uh, gets out of the uh, the passenger seat of uh, one of the the things, and um, they all uh, get out of the out of the van, the trucks, sorry, the, the the sedans, and make their way over to uh, the uh, to the trucks and to you gentlemen. Well, 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 what have we got here? Looks like you lot are making trouble again. Do you know whose house this is? Whose house it was, you mean? Hmm. He's a funny guy, isn't he? Yeah. There's eight total people. Or I'll rip it out. There's eight total men uh, there? Yes, eight total men. Uh, the, the Cordelia, to make, uh, Cordelia and her sister have left. Uh, they kind of did their thing and they left. Uh, the workers are kind of, uh, they're pretty, this has happened and they're kind of backing up a bit. They're not too sure about the situation. These are eight tough looking units. Like these are not, Kind of, yeah. These are these are heavies, for sure. This happens to be the home of uh, one of our members, and you see, we don't like it when uh, people go sniffing around our members. And this isn't the first time you gentlemen have uh, caused trouble for us. I can assure you there is nothing I would like less than to sniff around your member. 
Okay. Uh, hang on, I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> that Line up the game right there. <laughs> um, yeah, he pretty much, it's almost like a switch goes off. His face just goes red and just the anger on his face. Um, and he is, he, th- this is the, this is the big unit. Uh, he's going to take a swing for you, Miles. Now, that's what I was going to tell you. You know I'm overprotective of the doctor. And if he goes to swing at the yep. doctor, my staff is instantly coming out. Uh, as per my message cool. also, I said I've got my hand on my he- he- hilt of the sword cane. I'm going to be sword cane? out. Yep. So I'm, okay. I'll so even... Pretty take... much it, in, in a simultaneous action, basically uh, Jerry's f- hand goes back uh, Wyatt pulled the, the the brace off his wrists and pressed the button. And Milton, you've you've uh, pulled your your sword cane out. Uh, Owen, um, uh, do, do you do anything? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, what ha- what was were there any like heavy looking leather bound books that Milton was carrying? No, none channel. of them were like. Yeah, no, none of them were like big heavy ones. Oh, okay, then yeah, I'll they, just... they've all they're in a they're, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll just I'll just rely on my fists then. Um, if he goes to swing, I was gonna rugby tackle him to the ground. Right, right. Um, okay, so you're gonna go for you're gonna go for the big guy. Yeah, if he goes to if he goes to swing at one of us, I'll try and rugby tackle him. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah he's uh, after after Marsden's legendary comment. He is uh, <laughs> he is he is swinging. Okay, so Jerry. Uh, Dex order. Let's go have a look at Dex. Who's going to be, who's going to be quickest off the mark? Uh, Owen is an eighty. Yeah. Uh, Damiel, you're not here. Marsden's fifty, so Marsden will be going almost last. Not quite last, but almost last. Um, Milton, and then okay. So first up with a Dex of eighty is Owen. Mm. So um, you see uh, Jerry pull his arm, his hand back to, to take a swing at Marsden, and you said you wanted to you wanted to tackle him. Yeah, good old rugby tackle, right. just a combat roll, right? That's going to be a fighting brawl. Fighting brawl. And he is obviously going to fight back. Uh, hard, hard success. Uh, he got a regular success. So uh, damage on your fist then. D three plus D four. One. Oh, actually, three, three damage. Uh, he has, he has a pulp talent. I just realized that. So he's gonna spend. Oh, that makes no difference because he's uh, he has to make the hit. So yeah, no, you you get it. Three damage. Um, I'll mark that off on him. Um, so he kind of takes the hit. Doesn't go down. He's sort of just like it's one of those moments. It's like, mm-hmm. and his face just comes back directly at you. And if he was angry before. Yeah. Um, all right. Next to make a move, let me double check this. Uh, is Milton? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping now because he's fought back in the round that I've got a advantage. I've got a bonus die on him because so you're going to go for you're going to go for the for Jerry, the big guy. Okay, yeah. No worries. My my intention is as I pull the sword cane out, um, I'm going to hopefully bring it bound in a nice single movement, a swoop, and my intention is to perform a maneuver to basically try and drop his trousers around his ankles by sli- uh, slicing his belt off. Okay, cool. Uh, give me a, a sword 
Uh, sword fighting brawl. He can't do anything. As shit, he's already fought back this round. Uh, that'll be an 08. So that's under my fifth. Nice. Yeah. So um, pretty much as you as you described, um, uh, because it was quite a as you said the maneuver and you're wanting to do an action. He's not going to take damage no, he's from the action. Um, I'm planning to give him like a penalty die on his action if he tries to move because he's basically going to have his trousers wrapped around his ankles. That's so exactly that's exactly what my thought process as well. So that you slice through his his leather belt and uh, uh, and and his pants sort of drop to his ankles. Um, and so he he whoa, whoa, goes to goes to pick them up. Uh, next action uh, is going to be um, uh, it's his action now. Uh, he's going to have a penalty action, obviously, because he's got his pants by his ankles. Um, but he's going to sort of, with one hand, try and um, pull his pants up, and with the other, he's going to try and and grab. Uh, um, who, uh, he's probably going to try and grab. Owen, because Owen, you you kind of went to tackle him, so you're probably the closest. So oh, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna try and um, uh, kind of grab you uh, and and do some damage. So with a penalty dice, what's his? Uh... Okay, right. Ooh. Okay, penalty dice. So he needs to. Okay. How'd you do? On a did you dodge or fight? Oh, am I allowed to fight back? Yeah. Uh, I will. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight back. I think. So. Okay. Uh, no, that's an eighty-nine. Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, he got uh, he got hard and an extreme. So penalty dice. He has to take the hard. Um, mm -hmm. He has heavy hitter as his pop talent, which means Ooh. he spends ten luck to add additional damage dice. When dealing melee combat, which he is, um, so his damage bonus—he is a big boy. So his damage bonus is one d six. So he uh, adds an additional one d three to his normal brawl, uh, which is a one d three plus one d six plus one d six plus one d three. Bring it on! Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so the first thing he's going to do is his normal attack, which is a one d three. Okay, and that's a three, and then a one, and then this is his damage bonus, it's 1d6, which is a four, and then an additional 1d3 from his heavy hitter, and that is a three. That's ten altogether, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's no Ooh. major wounds in... Uh, uh, there is no major wounds in um, in pulp, oh. so you don't have to worry about that. You're not bleeding out. Um, Just knocks a few teeth out. Hang on, I've got. It's a flesh yeah. wound. So you're you're on twelve. <laughs> you're on twelve yeah. points, I believe now. Oh yeah. Actually, for some reason, I had you marked as eighteen. Did you lose damage when you did? Um, but you've slept, so that'd give you. Plus, we. Um, I think Wyatt hates me as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that can right. So well, let's just assume max. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's say you are you are um you're you're on twelve now. So he he gives you a big like it's almost with what he goes down to pick up his pants and with the other he just swings his hand back and you just kind of get backhanded and and it it makes you sprawl to the ground like you kind of like spit kind of floats out of your mouth 
mm. so that's his action. Um, and then uh, Marsden, uh, believably, uh, you actually have better decks than all seven other men. <laughs> They're kind of standing there a bit, kind of dumbfounded have, about what's going on. I have a 65. Oh, okay. In that case, you go next. White, yeah. So White, you're, um, you're next, then Marsden, and then the men. So as he knocks Deutsche to the ground, I'm going to step to his right, bring the staff up around, and try and come right down on the back of his neck with the charge. Okay. Uh, again, he can't do anything because he's already been attacked and fought back in this in Oh, this fucking two. Oh, fucking two. Okay. So give me, yeah, give me the damage of your... Um, now that's bludgeoning, so there's no, there's no, um, it's a bludgeoning weapon, so there's no double damage, right? Or how does Just that do work? Max. Just do max. Yeah, correct. So, it's so, only it's only piercing damage where you'll get you'll get the bonus. Yeah. So if I would have used the whip, I would have gotten. All right. So it's fourteen points max, and he needs to save versus stun. And I don't know if he'll have a penalty because it's a max. Okay, so you know, it's uh, it's extreme. Because I don't think that's how that works. You get you get max damage, but I don't think he has to do an extreme. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. On the on the lightning, yeah. I'm I'm just you can do max damage, but he's still got to do the save. But it doesn't have to be an extreme. So okay, it's con right? I think yeah. Con, con. Yeah. Okay. Um and got just he lit like on it, he got he landed on his con so he takes the hit, uh, and he is dazed from the mult you know he's taken a few hits now, um but uh yeah he's 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 still standing he's a he's a brick of a of a guy he's massive, um okay so that's, that's why I have the length fourteen you see fourteen yeah it's one d six plus four plus one d four. Okay, so yes, he's he's uh, still standing, just, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, okay, um, next up was Marsden. Uh, and I uh, am reaching into my uh, battered leather satchel, which is never far away, and removing from it mm -hmm. my twenty-two automatic pistol, uh, and stepping, you know, away from the gorilla and sort of fanning it at his uh, associates. And sneering very unpleasantly. Cool. So you're not. Uh, you are you going to fire or anything, or or you want to do an intimidation roll? I the latter, I think. I'll yes, I'll. Okay, I'll, so yeah, give me. I'll, I'll present it in a threatening fashion. Uh, sure. Well, I'm not intimidating. I, I think. An eighty-seven on forty is is rather outside of the range of luck. Now, Zane, can do I... you want to spin luck? Uh, yes, White. Sorry, what's up? Can I say something? After I don't want to interrupt Marston, but I wanted to uh, say something. So this is uh, this is the first round. So this is all happening like simultaneously, pretty much. Well, so you'll be you can say something in the as the new round kicks in, right. uh, but now it's the it's the man's uh, the other guy's turn. So the other seven men, uh, almost all simultaneously, pull out revolvers from their jackets. Um, and um, let's see uh, how many of them 
have the balls to pull the trigger. <laughs> That's a big no on the first guy. <laughs> no on the second guy. Going. Uh, the third guy is going to pull the trigger. Um, the fourth guy is going to pull the trigger. And fifth guy, no. Sixth guy, definitely yes. He got a no too. Uh, and the um, seventh guy, uh, no. So two of the guys are going to pull the trigger. So three, three, three of the guys are going to pull the trigger. Um, now let's see how well they do. So hang on, um, firearms. The firearms are crap. So you guys are probably going to be fine. Um, okay. First guy, fail. He misses. Second guy hits. But just a regular and the third guy misses okay Who did so three of the guys fire their revolvers and one of the guys is gonna hit uh he is gonna be aiming there's five of you um let's do it this way well there's four of us there oh there's four yeah. of us exactly so hang on um i'll roll a 1d4 that makes life easy and i've given you all a number so wyatt you are getting shot. Right. Good. Uh, 32 revolver. So that's going to be... Um, the damage on that is going to be a 1d8. Where's my one? There's my 1d8. Sorry about all this, gents. <laughs> that's uh, that's going to be a 6. 6 nice. points of damage. So uh, my body armor absorbed it. That's why I was hoping they shot at me at least. Uh, did I... Hang on, let me just, because I know we made some slight modifications to quite yep. how heavy duty you were. It went down uh, to now your six. Your armor is, is, is three points. I thought we went from eight to six. At this, uh, so, no, your your armor your armor is, is three points at the starting stage. Uh, uh, I gave you six yeah. points, uh, and so we've got, you've got three. So you're going to take three points of damage from getting shot in the chest. Oh, okay. I had six written down. Well, that's what you originally had, but we that was too OP to, to start you off. Oh, with. right, right, right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, we knocked down some of the, the bits. Okay, awesome. So you, you get uh, you get shot. Uh, that is the end of uh, round one, uh, which means we go back to the top, which uh, is Owen. Uh, I wipe the blood from my mouth turn around and see seven of them have pulled out weapons. Uh, yep. I am, and I see they've already shot. Yeah, I'm going to go over and see if I can human bodyguard the uh, big one. Okay. Combat, the brawl uh, also, just so you guys are aware, uh, pretty much as the guns started firing, the movers all jumped in their vans and, and had, they're just, they're pulling the hell out. They're getting the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> but they're witnesses to say that they shot first. Oh, That's true. Oh, yeah, sure. But the, the company is it's like Flint and Sons is written on the side of the truck. So you know where these guys are from. But yeah, they, they, they want to get out of here right now. They don't... Because uh, uh, to be fair, the guys that you're fighting are giving off... Uh, they've turned up in sedans. They, they, they think these guys are mob. They hundred like the, the workers. They they've got that look. Um, okay, so you're going to go again for um, for Jerry, the big guy. 
I am going to see if I can use him as a human shield. Oh, so you're just kind of uh, kind of grab him to sort of put him uh, kind of yeah, like put him in, put him in a chokehold and have his big body block oh, okay. my my little body. Um, I okay, rolled... so it's going to be a fighting brawl. And you can you can use luck for combat rolls, is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, given the fact that I have ninety nine luck and seven of them have pulled out weapons, I'm going to spend twenty two luck to make that an extreme. Okay, that's good because he made an extreme, and since you're the uh, grisper, you win. Oh, nice. <laughs> Otherwise, you would get to get in a bear hug. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, you you manage to. Um, it, it is it it, it it it's hard job. Like you kind of go and his muscles are made of like steel or something because like trying to get him to maneuver him into the the position you want him in uh it's it's ex exerting you to say the least but you managed to do it you've got him in a chokehold uh and um and and so he's you've kind of managed to pull him between you and and the seven other men uh this makes them hesitate they kind of they kind of stop for a second because you've put their boss between you and him um which uh who was next uh milton do i notice which one it was that successfully shot wyatt sure yep good because he's getting a blade through the throat so okay lunge, all right lunge for him and see if i can impale him uh he's gonna fight back guess yep got his um He's going to try and fire at you because he's already got his gun ready. So, yeah. That's right. And that's a big fail. Yeah, like these guys are not good at shooting. <laughs> my, my regular success um, yes. holds then. Yeah. Poop, perfect. So, yeah, roll, roll damage for me on your stabby stick. Six. Six. Um, uh, with where's HP. So... Uh, yeah, he kind of uh, you specifically said you were going for the throat. Mm -hmm. So quite high. Oh. Yeah, so you kind of, you don't quite get direct throat. You get like just on the side. And so he kind of falls back and he's like, there's there's a lot of blood. Um, you don't think you've got the carotid artery, but you, you, you've you done some. He's he's backed up. Uh, so the actions of A, Owen putting uh, Big Jerry between him and them and the fact that you've now like done some significant damage to to them uh th th these guys are sort of starting to to back up a bit two of them actually grab the guy who's on the ground and they've picked them up and they're they're, they're running back to um uh to, to the sedan um so there's only um four of them and jury left um and they're kind of like th these guys are really not sure what to do at this point um they've um as i said they, they've got um they're still there, but they're kind of looking between each other and Jerry uh, to kind of work out what exactly to do. Um, okay. Uh, now it is uh, Jerry's turn, I believe. Yep, Jerry's turn. Okay, so Jerry is going to put his uh, elbow back and try and try and get Owen in, uh, in, the, in the ribs there. Oh, Jesus Christ. He got an eleven, so he's got an extreme. Uh well, you said the aggressor always wins on meets beats, doesn't it? So if yes, there's two extremes, yeah. yeah well, yeah. I rolled you'd an extreme have to, as well. You'd have to get a one. 
Yeah, I rolled an extreme, but so he does the damage. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, sweet. So, and he's going to, I mean, he's going to use his heavy hitter, which is his 10 points of, another 10 points of luck. Make sure he has that much luck. He does. Uh, okay, so he's going to be, again, doing his, uh, uh, he's going to be doing some damage. So, let's start with the 1d3. It's going to be a 1. Good start. A 1d6. Another 1. It's a very good start. Nice. Uh, and then he does his damage bonus. This is 1d6. Uh, 6. And uh, the last is the 1d3, which is a 3. So that was a, a 1, cool. a 1, a 6, and a 3. Just thinking, as he got an extreme, wouldn't that just be max damage? Yeah, that's right. It would be max damage. Oh, that's actually a very good point. So yeah, um, that's 3, 6, 6, 3. Six, six, three, three, six, six, three. So that is eighteen. And right? you had twelve. Yeah, I'm unconscious. <laughs> Do you have thirty luck? Do you oh, have yeah. thirty luck? Absolutely, yeah. It is oh, gone. No. You you now have no luck, but uh, you because he's ways. Uh, you're well past. Because hang on, you how many hit points do you have left? You had twelve. Yeah, and he, uh, he after that six. first hit, he took eighteen, he, so minus six. Yeah, so you're you're how does it work in, in, in pulp uh um our expert? <laughs> That's why I'm just looking you, up. <laughs> I think you need yeah. minimum thirty luck to avoid death. No. Which so, you've got it's more you being unconscious more than dying. Oh, okay. Because I think you're only I think That's you only what I'm trying to take all your hit points in one go in this version because there's no okay. main version. Okay, all so right. You'll either be just... unconscious or dying. Okay. This is good for us to find out now so that we know damage. Because <laughs> the thing is, and, and two-headed serpent, none of us got close to dying. <laughs> it's even funnier. Well, actually, no. We, uh, how, three of us had to use yeah, um, yeah. our luck at the end, so that's true. That was because you took a shed load of damage in one hit. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A combination of hits. Uh here we go. A hero is dead when they have been reduced to zero hit points by a single attack equal to or greater than their maximum hit point total. So, so this, isn't, okay. this isn't equal to their max. Mm -hmm. So just no. unconscious. So his, your total was 22. So you've, you've, you've just taken six. To, uh, you took uh, 18. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, you're, you're, um, you're knocked out. Basically he gets you in the um, uh, kind of in the center. Uh, so you're winded. You've just kind of gone, all you're seeing right now is is stars, and you're just like, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit more than that. Oh, okay. The next line is: if a hero takes a single wound equal to or greater than half their maximum hit point total, that also reduces their hit points to zero, then they are dying and automatically fall unconscious. Okay. So you then uh, he's then in the position where a dying hero must make a con roll at the end of the next round and each round thereafter. If any of those con rolls are failed, the character dies immediately. First aid can be used to stabilize a dying character so and so prevent death. In certain circumstances, uh, such as a monster, that you basically you need a first aid roll quick. Okay. Okay. So at the end of so in the next round you have to make a con check. Is that correct? That from correct, yeah. that? Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're knocked out. You're as I said in this moment everything kind of the wind gets knocked out of you and you kind of just sort of everything wanes out and then everything goes black. Uh, for the rest of you, uh, you see. Um, the big guy kind of shove his elbow back 
um, Owen kind of <laughs> makes this guttural and just drops to the ground motionless. Um, after me, I big pull, guy. It was Wyatt, big Wyatt. I let's go. My, I pull my mask up and I hit the button, and the the staff turns to a, a chain and starts to fall with a barbed end. And I whip it around and swing for his face. Ah, uh, for the big guy. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you'll have oh, a bonus. The exact same roll. Oh, fucking two. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you get a bonus die for being uh, outnumbering him, but it doesn't seem like you need one. 14, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. He can't, he can't points. do anything anyway, so I, he's <laughs> preoccupied. 14 okay, points, so, and um, he has to roll with the. With the uh, and is that piercing? Because now it's the barb. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't even know your finger. I, I knew it because it's a it's Remember, a hook, a, uh, chain, a chain whip, or a staff, it, a convertible. Yeah, but it's a, it's a chain. It's not like a even when it's it goes in, it's not it's not sharp. Okay, like it's not going to pierce. I, does well, that does that make sense? I pictured it like a scorpion hook at the end. Oh, so you want to give? Okay, so your thing had a. Um, okay. Uh, yep. Sure. We'll, we'll get, uh, that means you've got um, max okay. damage um, plus piercing. So it means you max damage and then you reroll. A whip without. Which a I mean, he's dead. He's he's dead. He he's dead. Can I pull it? So. It, Can I pull the punch? Not to. See so me. Okay. So. Um. There is a so there's a there's a what's the knockout um, method it's uh, a uh, thing? Is well, if you know if you I just yeah. don't want to kill. You remember my guy's backstory? He doesn't kill. Well, with the max damage on the lightning, yeah, thing, I know he's because he only had like a few hit points left. <laughs> well, I mean, if it happens, it happens, but yeah, uh, there will be much wailing and atoning tonight in the. In the, in the in the lab laboratory. Uh, so would you say, um, Milton? So if you want to do a knockout blow, the attack has to inflict uh, an amount of damage equal to or greater than half the target's hit points. At which point, the target makes a con roll to remain conscious. Okay, do you want to do oh. that? Yeah, that's but I didn't declare cool. it already, so just go yeah. with whatever happens. True. Happens. Yeah, that's regular Cthulhu. Actually, the, this comparing the examples. My bad. Ah, uh, right. Uh, to do character's turn, and it said you didn't declare that you were knocking him out. You just said, "Yeah, if, if, it's if, it, if it's declared, if it does a single point of damage, then it's knocked out." Okay, unfortunately, you didn't declare. So right. uh, it's going to be fourteen plus your roll. Uh, yeah, basically, you whip this around his legs. It wraps around the lightning. Kind the the shot goes, and um, all of you guys start to kind of you smell. A very distinct burning meat um and uh this guy sort of like goes rigid and he looks at you all and then it's almost like uh, marsden you were probably closest to you you just see the life kind of leave his eyes as he just kind of crumples uh and lands um on top of uh owen because owen kind of dropped there the whip came around and so now he's landed on top of Owen, uh, and yeah, this guy's, he's just dead weight now, and he's a heavy boy. Um, th this uh, this action, though, um, now we get uh, Marsden. Um, 
what would you like to do at this point? As I said, you've just, this, you've seen the guys, the life just leave this guy's eyes in front of you. Um, Cause he got, yeah. I mean, his hit points. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's well and truly. Um, yeah. O- overkill to say the least on the old uh, lightning rod. Um, so Marsden, what would you like to do? Uh, so I've already got my revolver drawn uh, at at somebody who's hasn't already turned to flee. Mm-hmm. Whoever yep. whoever's got that meanest or angriest looking face, or the one that looks most like Jerry's little brother. Sure. I'm gonna shoot at his feet okay. and say, "Take the body and get out of here before you're all very very dead." Okay, that sounds like another intimidation roll, but I'm going to give you a bonus dice because one of them's been skewered in the throat and the other one's dead. <laughs> Their biggest guy is dead. <laughs> the fact that there's a, an overwhelming aroma of burnt jerry in the air. Yeah, correct. Is not good for anybody's... Uh, so the first roll is a failure and the second roll is a 28. So that is... What is my intimidate? Is 40. I will spend eight to make that sneer count okay um so yeah the the last three guys sort of like uh they were kind of holding this because they had jerry they were like you know jerry's pretty tough he goes down they're sort of looking at him they look up at you you fire at one of their feet and stuff you stay there and they 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 all three of them sort of just like they're not just like they drop their guns and they scarper like they they don't even pick up the body they they, they have no interest whatsoever and even uh, going near Jerry because he's he's quite close to you guys at this point. So they've they have uh, they have made like a tree and left. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, you see the other three Scarpa. The other um, I think the other three technically because one of them was hurt. They'd already taken one of the other the sedans. They'd scarp it off. These guys they do the same. That uh, they just they drop their guns and 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 bolt. So the first thing we're going to do is. Owen, give me a con check. Yeah. No, that's a 92. You can All right, in luck. that case, you lose all of your luck. Nice. Uh, I'll have to think of a funny way I survive that then. Yeah. Uh, I've already got it. This Excellent. So stuff. you were, as I said, you were dying. Uh, uh, the, the charge... From electric Jerry. Jerry, the electric oh. Jerry, and then falling on your chest was like clear. <laughs> oh, boy. So yeah, and it kind of works. And you go, Dark! you've still got a, a massive Jerry on top of you, but it gives you a jolt awake. Uh, so you now have, uh, I believe, it's four hit points. Is that right? Um, when someone comes back from it, I think it's one d four hit points. Yeah, one d four. So give me one d four. Let's see how many. Let's four. see how many hit points our good Owen. Four. four? Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. So you have four hit points back. So you're feeling pretty shit. Uh, and you've got, <laughs> you've had, you've been woken up with quite a shock. And you've got a hairy dead, uh, heavy dead body lying on top of you. Now, Zane, the first thing I could think of to do is look at the other houses and look for a vehicle. Any vehicle. I'm going to walk over. Pop the fucking hood. I'm a mechanic. I'm an engineer, and I'm gonna hotwire the thing, and we're leaving. I'm stealing the car. 
We just killed people. Um, I killed give somebody. me, uh, give me a luck roll. Let's see if there's because this said all the other uh, houses have got uh, uh, gates. So yeah, let's see if there's one on the, the I'll jump the fence and drive it to yeah. the gate, dude. You don't live in Long Island without a car. There's no trains going out there at that time. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seventeen. Awesome. Yeah. So there, there's actually a car on the street, um, and, and you know, because that was a good roll. It's it's a good it's a car that's big enough to hold uh, all of you. Um, so you, as you say, you run over, you you kind of uh, jimmy the window, uh, get in. Um, yeah, give me a. I mean, kind of pointless, but give me an electrical uh, repair. Uh, 37 out of, I don't know, I can't see it. Uh, it's 75. Hang on, I've got your character sheet. I can look it up. Se 75. Uh, 75. Yeah, so 30. Uh, it's a hard. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a hard pass. So it takes you a, a few seconds. Um, engine noise comes on. I'm assuming you all pile in. Um, uh, Marsden and Milton, you're helping Owen. One thing I want to do before helping Owen to his feet, uh, in yep. true other game fashion, loot the body. Um, I'm looking to see if he's got anything on him like ID, uh, any other things he might be sure. carrying. If he's got one of those pins, anything that's kind of incriminating or useful. Uh, so he, yes, he uh, he has uh, one of the lapel pins uh, that you've seen before. Uh, he has uh, a wallet uh, which has the name Jerry Humble. Uh, uh, written in it, um, and yeah, driver's license, high. that kind of stuff. Uh, couple, couple of bucks, um, you know, like maybe three bucks in total, and some, and some shrapnel. Um, he also had um, a a thirty six revolver and a um, a thing on. Uh, the other guys had thirty six revolvers as well, so there's you, there's four of them there in total if you need them. Um, but other than that, yeah, just. Uh, um, that, that's it. Doesn't seem to have anything else of, of interest on him. Got it. In which case, the pin and the wallet are coming with me. Screw the gun. I'll use swords. Awesome. Great. Um, I'll, I'll collect uh, at least a couple of the revolvers. They're useful for yep. uh, uh, experimental use on armor and such. Uh, and uh, the books that Milton brought out by hand, did they go into one of the trucks? They or? Were, yes, correct. They went into one of the trucks. All right. I they were told to, to take them to Bargles. So, yeah, as I said, the guys left in quite a hurry, um, but hopefully they, they still, uh, you know, Milton paid them pretty well, so I'm sure they'll they'll drop them off. So I'm assuming then uh, you will jump into the, the, the um, Wyatt's newfound vehicle and, um, and and make your way back to Manhattan to Bargles? Uh, not to Bargles. Let's drive it to either Red Hook or Chinatown, ditch the car and take the train. Okay, so that is going to take you the majority of the day. Um, so that means uh, Damiel... Chinatown would be easier, actually. Uh, Damiel, you you make your way back to, to Bargles after your, um, you know, your your journey and, and whatnot. Right, um, I have lunch. And... Yeah. Now, now, you guys probably made uh, plans to meet back here at a similar time as last time to around five o'clock um it's now well past five it's probably around about kind of nine nine thirty and there's still no word whatsoever from your compatriots well this late um i'm very worried 
Um, I'll probably have to tell one of the uh, the the Sams, yeah, um, uh, to that I I'm going to get back to my house, my home, my mm. apartment, and uh, sure. and to uh, contact me or have them contact me if they show up. Sure. Um, so um, now, real quick, sorry. When we get to Chinatown, before we ditch the car, I'm going to look, I'm driving, I turn around, I said, by the way, can somebody help me? And I, my shirt, and I got a shoulder, you know, a bullet. Uh, right, correct. Yeah, yeah. So you want to do, someone to do first aid. Uh, does someone want to do first aid on Wyatt? I'm going to look to Marsden and see if he's better than first aid than I am. Uh, minutia of living human bodies has never been of enormous interest to me, but I, uh, I understand how the basic pumping mechanism works and so on. You sound like you're probably more informed than I am. Very well. Yeah, me I, too. Do, I do have a couple of useful things in my satchel. Let's see. Uh, yes, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a surgical knife set, a magnifying lens, and some gloves. Well, now, Zane, with the body armor, did the bullet pierce me or was it impact damage? Like, did it crack uh, a rib, or do, is, do I have a bullet in me? No, it wouldn't have been piercing damage, because... So, no, it, it'll just be, like, yeah, cracked rib, can bruising. Okay. Uh, th there's no, like, blood gushing out of you or anything. Good. Yeah. But I'm not going to hurt you with a first aid roll. No, no, I just didn't... For me, I didn't know... You can trust me, Wyatt. When have I ever led you astray? Well, there was that time with... Well, forget it. Yeah. Also, that crack about that fellow's member seemed that to cause a, spot on. a little bit of a kerfuffle. You remember um, when you told me to hold those wires and nothing would happen? <laughs> I said nothing terrible would happen. It's all okay, relative. Okay, true, true. Uh, so I rolled a 35 for my 30 skill. I will gladly spend five luck to do a minimum of benefit. Okay. Um, Which I believe is... Um, is that 1d4? Um, with pulp... Uh, 1d4, yes. correct. Three. Thank you. Exactly. Oh. oh, that's what you lost. So good. Yeah. You wrapped it up really good. Yeah. Oh, it just hurts when I cough. <coughs> Don't cough. <laughs> Don't cough. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, um, uh, that, yeah, it's fine. You guys, you do some uh, bang up initially. You were heading to Chinatown, ditching the vehicle, and then would slowly make your way back to Manhattan uh, and, and that way. Um, uh, Daniel, so you uh, tell one of the Sams to to give you a call if, if when the others turn up. As you said, there's kind of not much else you can do. Uh, right. So you're gonna, are you gonna, how are you gonna get back to your apartment? Are you gonna walk? Are you gonna take a cab? Uh, probably a cab. Okay. Cool. You said it's like uh, nine so as you, uh, yeah, you get Sam to order you a cab, and, and they do, and and you, uh, they they let you know when it's arrived, and. You uh, you hit out. Give me a spot hidden. Okay. Also, sort of hoping that uh, Owen shows up at home. I got a, th a three. That's a extreme. Nice. Um, so almost uh, as soon as you uh, kind of step out to go to the cab, uh, you look to your left, and on the, the very on the end under a light post uh, is the man in the suit. And he's he's staring at you now. He's not making a 
Um, he uh, kind of he's not making an act of it now. He's he's very much he's he's down there under the light lamp post and he's staring directly at you. Uh, you got a three, correct? Correct. On your spot, heaven. That's a very good roll. So uh, you can under the light, uh, you can see uh, this man has gray eyes. What does he look like? Other ones uh, describe him. Um, Old, he's, young. He's very clean, uh, clean shaven, uh, very gaunt, like high cheekbone type mm -hmm. thing. Um, it's, uh, uh, he's got a like a bowler type hat on. Uh, age wise, it's very hard to tell because he's got almost like porcelain, porcelain white skin, and he's it's kind of hard to place. Um, and he's got a, a three-piece suit on um, and uh, an umbrella, you know, one of the umbrella with the, the kind of the rings. And he's sort of, he's leaning on that um, as he stands there, dressed fully in black. Um, and uh, as you um, step out and go to the cab, he said he's staring at you. He reaches down to his pocket and pulls out his watch. Checks the time, looks back at you, closes it and walks off. Before he even gets the chance to walk off, I'm going to hop in the cab and uh, sure. and say, you know, take me to such and such an address. Um, and I think I have somebody following me. Try to lose them. I'll um, pay for the, the extra. The, 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 the cab driver is quite a young guy. And he goes, oh, God, this is like one of them spy movies. Okay, sure. You got it, boss. And he like floors it, and he's like just peeling around the corner, and like you know, he thinks he's in a in a bloody spy film. If you um, uh, if you thought that I might be nervous about your driving, um, I come from Greece, and uh, this is nothing. <laughs> nice, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, he he uh, he well and truly uh, he's cutting corners and doing all kinds of fun stuff, and uh, and I, I do uh, keep glancing back to see if there's a car following me, but. I don't think he could have gotten to his car no, fast. There's no, there, I'm blending nah, he's, in. He's yeah. uh, there doesn't seem anywhere far. It's pretty late at night at this point. Um, you get back to your apartment um, pretty safely, uh, and you go in and um, uh, well, where what? Uh, Owen, what, what Owen, are you doing? here? No, Owen. There's hmm. no answer. Well, I'm going to lock the door. And I'm going to sit up. I'm going to sit um, up by the phone. Sure. Cool. So about the time uh, the whole process, it, it's um, you guys finally make your way back to Bargles, uh, probably round about kind of 11 o'clock because uh, you've taken the, the long way, you're getting all the stuff around and, and so on and so forth. Uh, Owen is pretty banged up. Um, he, he's not looking too good. Uh, he's heavy breathing. Uh, definitely, you'd probably say, some cracked ribs and whatnot. Um, uh, but you finally get back to Bargles um, and, and Sam's there and uh, he straight away comes over and, and um, helps support Owen. Um, sir, uh, um, is everything all right? Uh, uh, can, can I do anything? Do you, do you want me to call a doctor? Oh, I'll be okay. I'll sleep it off. I'm more concerned about my shirt. This is expensive. D -d -d Double whiskey. 
And now, okay, that, of course, Mr. Chambers, that my adrenaline is dropped. What's my hmm. sound loss for killing somebody here? Because three, four points. Ooh, good point. Yeah. Because um, now I'm starting to like the levity is hitting me. All right, give me. Uh, give, well, first off, give me a sanity check. Uh, I passed it, but I don't think I still want to take points. All right, so roll me a one d four. Because it's just went against his, you know, creed. Yeah, so you're pretty strongly. Two points. Cool. Yeah, I'm happy with that. That's that seems fine. Um, I think the others of you are probably a bit more hardened, and and you're not like they attacked you first, so you're probably a bit kind of. They got what they had coming to them. That's why I was content to drop his trousers, but the minute someone started shooting, all bets are off. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Uh, Sam's a bit frazzled, and and one of them's run off to get get wider drink. Uh, uh, um, Head Sam sort of comes up, and he's always he's seen some weird things, and so he kind of copes with stuff a bit better. And he goes, uh, uh, "Sam, uh, why don't you take uh, uh, Owen up to uh, up to one of our spare rooms here? I think it's best he spend the night here. We can keep an eye on him." Uh, Mister Blake, um, uh, some packages arrived for you today, sir. Uh, we signed ah. for them. I hope that's all right. Perfect. I was, I was kind of worried that they wouldn't turn up for a bit, but no, that, that's great. Thank you. Uh, they, um, uh, th we've taken the boxes up to your room, uh, and we have a, a, a note here from the driver, um, uh, and he, he hands it to you, and it kind of seems to be written on a scrap piece of paper, uh, and it says, um, uh, we don't want any trouble. Please don't call us again. <laughs> I'll chuckle at reading that and fold it up and put it in my pocket. What a surprise! Um, Ch mm -hmm. Check on check on Daniel. He's alone. Yeah, I need to, I need to make some phone calls anyway. I'll give. Uh, I presume he's going to be back at uh, back at his place, or rather your place. Uh, yeah, Mr. Dracos left at about. Yes, Mr. Dracos left at about uh, uh, nine thirty. He was quite concerned about you. Uh, I was just about to call him myself. I told him I would mm -hmm. uh, call uh, as you returned. Uh, would you like to do that, sir? Or would you like me to do it? Uh, well, if you want to do that and let him know that we've arrived back here safe, uh, I need to make another call, so I might as well uh, divide and conquer. Of course, sir, not a problem. Uh, it would, uh, and at that point, the other Sam turns up with your drink, Wyatt. Um, uh, would you gentlemen uh, like anything before you go to bed? I can get the uh, Sam to cook up some uh, some food or some drink for you. I can eat. Mr. Lethbridge, uh, I believe you're muted. <laughs> Lost for words. <laughs> Curious how uh, shocking events can choke one up. Uh, a couple of more espressos and a toast, thank you. Of course, not a problem. Uh, Sam will have that up to your room uh, in a jiffy. Uh, with nothing else, um, obviously, if you need anything, just ring your bell and uh, uh, Sam will come and uh, attend to you. Uh, so with that, Sam Prime wanders off, uh, goes to the phone, uh, and calls uh, Damiel and says, uh, uh, Mr. Dracos, uh, your friends have arrived back at Bargles. They have. Is everybody all right? Uh, they seem to be well off uh, enough. Uh, Owen seems, uh, Mr. Dorker has seems to have um, uh, taken uh, uh, quite a bad hit to the, uh, to the solar plex. Some oh. severe bruising and possibly some broken bones. Uh, Sam is seeing to him now. Uh, we think it's best he spends the night here. 
uh, could you find one of them and have them get on the phone? Uh, maybe Mr. Lethbridge. Oh, of course, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chambers um, is still in the uh, in the foyer here. He seems to be um, Mr. Chambers trying then. to organize some some alcohol to take to his room. Uh, Mr. Chambers, uh, Mr. Dracos would like to speak with you. Hello, Wyatt. You, Wyatt. Um, yeah, I, I stagger over because I downed the, the double. Uh, yeah, um, uh, it's bad, man. It's bad. Do you want me to come down? I don't want you to go anywhere alone. Well, um, there's somebody following me already. Yeah, remember those? Oh, you didn't see them. The, the meatheads from the, the... There's one less of them now. If you get my drift, they attacked us. They shot at us. I've been shot. Oh, my goodness. Um, I want to talk on the phone. I'll, I'll come down. I'm sure I'll be safe. Um, um, how long is the trip from your house to here? Say 10 minutes? Yeah, 10, 15 so minutes. Not too bad. As soon as five minutes pass, I go to the window. And I'm just staring out the window, looking for him. Oh, so Actually, you I go. Fit. No, I go downstairs and wait in the doorway, like inside the door. But yeah. As soon yeah. as I see him, I'm gonna meet him on the street. I'm not. Yeah. Well, you him. you were already downstairs in the the bar, so you went oh, to the okay. rest of it. That's yeah, fine. Um. So yeah, uh, that's fine, Daniel. You can uh, organize another cab. It is getting pretty late, so it does take a while for it to turn up. Um. But that's fine. Uh, right. While that is all going on, Milton, you said you wanted to make a phone call. Yes, uh, I'm going to try and call Yvonne. Sure. Uh, again, it is pretty late, so there's a few rings, uh, and um, and then a, a male voice uh, answers. Yeah, who's this? Uh, my name is Milton. I'm calling for Yvonne. Yvonne Carsham. Milton. It's it's old Jed. Uh, old Jed was the the groundskeeper of the slaughter institute. Oh, well, I haven't heard from you for a while. How are you doing? Yeah, oh, well, you know, I'm uh, keeping the place running. <laughs> so uh, you're looking after, you're looking for Yvonne, are you, Milton? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, if, if she's around. <laughs> uh, she's always got time for you, Milton. You know that. <laughs> I'll go get her. You wait here. Uh, and he, he, uh, a few mo- you kind of hear, hear some, you know, sort her off and come back Hello? Milton? Yeah, it's me. Uh, I thought I'd give you a call it's, rather it's than... Late. Uh Go on, you first. Yeah. It's, it's good to hear your voice. Yeah, yeah, it's been... Uh, it's been quite a while. Or too long, in fact. I thought I'd, so I'd just call because it's... It's easier than writing a letter and having to rely on the post. But yeah, um, I got your your letter this morning. Oh. Um, oh, good, good. Uh, yes, I'm. I'm so sorry to to bother you with it. Just it's well, as 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 I said in the letter, quite concerning. Yeah, no, I, I can I can definitely see that. Um, I've got some friends which I think will be willing and able to to help out. But, uh, well, you know, the old adage about buses, everything comes along at the same time. Uh, we are in a, 
in a bit of bother up here, but it might be advisable for us to get out of town for a, uh, for a few days after something that just happened. So I'm going to try and move heaven and earth to get to you as soon as I can, but it might be a day or two, but we, we are coming. Oh, it, please don't, don't rush yourself. This is, uh, you know, it, as I said, it's, it's, it's something of concern, but it's not a, it's not on a time constraint in any way. If, if you, if you have work that you need to fulfill there first, please don't, don't, uh, don't go out of your way. I wish, I wish it was work. It seems to be something a bit more, uh, a bit more sinister, but yeah. If, um, if, if it's, no, if there's no kind of pot boiling over, then that, that will help. But we are, we are on our way. Just, we might take a little bit of time getting to you. Oh, that that's fine. Just, be, be safe, Milton. Oh, I fully intend to, or hope hope so. Anyway, how are the dreams? Uh, yeah, I still I still have have some from time to time, uh, and some when I'm some when I'm awake as well. Sometimes when I when I'm not too sure one way or the other. We should talk more when you get here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that'll be a that'll be a good idea. All right. Well, but, it's late. Try and get some sleep, and I'll I'll see you soon. Yes. Yeah. Go. I'll I'll see you soon. You uh you you take care of yourself. Um. And so yep, yeah, she hangs up. Um. Mm-hmm. Pretty much as as this, I'm assuming you made the phone call in your room. Yeah, um, as, as after she's uh, hung up, you know, after she's she's hung up, and I'm kind of holding the uh, receiver, just saying, "Yeah, I um, I love you too," and then put the phone down. <laughs> but after she's hung up, um, sure. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, the uh, cab pulls up, um, and and uh, Demiel gets out uh, and comes inside. Damiel's also lost rushed, rushed out the door. Where, uh, where is everybody? Um, he, I'm like, pal, like, just look hard. I, and I usher you in telling you the story of what happened as right. we going in. So, yeah, has everybody gone to bed or, or is everybody somewhere? I imagine George, Owen went to bed. Owen went upstairs to bed. Everybody else is in the room that we All usually right. eat at. So I come in. Uh, gentlemen, we are and being I believe um, Milton's gone to bed. Owen's gone to bed. Well, up in my room anyway. Right. Marsden's still yeah, in the, the place where we And Marsden's gone to his room as well. All right. Um, uh, well, yeah, it can be if, if, if it prefers. Well, then what I'll do is I will uh, I'll go up and gently knock on each person's door. Uh, not Owen, because he needs to sleep. Um, but uh, Milton, Marsden, um, uh, we're being followed, or at least I'm being followed, by a man with gray eyes. Oh, gray. we've heard of we've heard of that. Uh... I've tried to lose him a couple of times during the day, and he's managed to find me. Unfortunately, he also knows that I've been here. 
that's one of Argus's calling cards is that he had grey eyes according to uh, for, yeah. um, Fontenot's Did he have funny, funny facial hair perhaps? No, no facial hair. That could have been shaved off, or it could have been, or it could be someone else that's also one of these things that's possessed someone. In in any case, I did find Argus's. I did find out Argus's address. Oh, you did. I found the the jeweler that was manufacturing the pens, and I look. He very graciously let me look through his books, and I found Argus's uh, signature and his address in uh, Weehawken, Ooh. of all places. Long Island one day, New Jersey the next. Why can't anything interesting happen where there's uh, comfortable surroundings? Well, Long Island was fairly comfortable. Oddly enough, he lives on rivers. 666 Spring Hill Jack Boulevard. Ooh. All things. Um, well, I want to go to, to Owen's uh, room and see how he's doing. and um, I'll see you all in the morning. I imagine he feels like a man who's just avoided certain death. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, you got the breakdown of the casualties? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, but Wyatt was telling me everything. I'm glad you're all okay. Relatively. Uh, you might we say an extra pair for the, the uh, evil gorilla who's charred on a front lawn. Leave him to, up to God. Uh, let's... Uh, Let's assess ourselves and realize that we are still the good guys here. So, uh, I think uh, if we had let them bully us and uh, take away Leopold's journal, it would have been uh, rather detrimental to our investigations. So, it's interesting and so on. So, you got his journal. There's some interesting but concerning stuff in there. Hmm. Including the description of this uh, Argus having grey eyes in particular. Uh, well, maybe we, maybe I should just have gone up and talked to him. Um, I mean, why skulk around following me of all people around? Uh, what is if it is him? Then he knows more about what we're up to than I like. I'm really surprised that he. Well, he may have followed me from here, so he may have known that we were here already. It's also the potential it might not be Argus. It might just be a trait of uh, the the journal is quite quite fantastic in what it's what it's describing. Mm. That apparently this the at least the body is Argus, but the the soul that's inside is a soul from Lomar from from the distant past that's projecting itself forward. Like possession. Yes, pre precisely that. Uh, mm. What if this is a telltale trait of anyone that's been possessed is that they've got grey eyes. It could be another. Thing from Lomar, we don't know. Wonder if it's possible to drive out whatever is possessing him. Oh, there's what lots of it? exorcism rites in various cultures around the world for. Getting we have rid quite of a few of them either, ourselves. Yes. Yeah, so either demons or ghosts or what, whatever. So there, there must be a way of driving it out. Well, let's talk about it in the morning over breakfast. I'm going to go see how Owen is doing. I have another espresso to drink. Perhaps I'll borrow one of the um, more lurid of Leopold's texts to read. I'm going to be doing the same thing. I think I'm going to be hitting the books tonight. Uh, you have another book too? Because I'm not getting any sleep anytime soon. But the, but the sound of it, I've meaning, got a couple um, of crates. Are you meaning the ones, well, you've got the ones that he wrote himself. 
there's three of those, so you can have one of those each. Mm -hmm. Not so, the Aryan uh, one. Who wants gods within and without? Go on then. I like that one. Okay. Uh, who wants wisdom unbound? I'll take it if will be. Okay, that means Marsden gets the quest for the Aryan Eden. Oh, I'll take that one if you don't want that. I don't no, I, I'm curious about obviously demonstrably inaccurate claims of that sort. Okay. Um, so they're all published. All of them are pub published by uh, Hitherin Press of Philadelphia. Um, you guys read these through the nights, obviously, through the night. Uh, like many occultists, uh, he has right-wing racist views. Um, uh, the two earlier books, uh, so The Gods Within and Without and Wisdom Unbound, are um, hodgepodge of various pieces of hidden wisdom. Uh, both of these uh, give you one plus point to your occult skill um, with no sanity loss. And um, the quest for the Aryan Eden... Um, hang on, let's... Um, just find the page. Um, uh, a survey of often contradictory theories concerning lost civilizations, including subterranean ones, focuses on the location of the ancestral homeland of the so-called Aryan people and unlocking the power therein. Concentrating on the polar regions and referencing various legends of Hyperborea, Thule, and Loma. The book has, uh, was ordered by Heather and Press and found in the bookstores carrying Exeter Stoke. Uh, sanity loss, 1d6. More potent than I expected. Or only two. Um, okay, so you get um, two Cavillo Mythos. And... Um, yeah, that's what you pick up. Uh, you, 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 uh, the more you study as you go along, you'll pick up more, um, things from, from this particular book. Um, but yeah, there's, it's, it's the mention of Lomar. There's, you, you gather there's probably going to be a bit more information, uh, in that book. Uh, and this is also, uh, so Gods Within Without was in 1925. He wrote that. Wisdom Unbound was 1928. Uh, the quest for the Aryan Eden uh, came out in 1932. Excellent timing for uh, a certain sort of philosophical movement. Mm. Um, so you go. Uh, so Milton, Marsden, and White, you guys read those tonight. Uh, uh when you go in and check on Owen, Owen's asleep. He's tuckered out. He's just completely. Uh, there is a Sam uh, at the door who informs you that he's going to check on Owen through the night, making sure I'm he's... Gonna... Uh, I'm going to sit next to him. Okay, no worries. Yep. So I was asleep in the chair. Uh, so other than that, you guys try and get some sleep. Um, Any other uh, mechanical Owen? things from the other two books? Uh, no, no, just those are just... Like I said, you pick up some occult skills, but nothing... Um, yeah, they, they're just... As I said, they're just racist views on hodgepodge various different hidden wisdoms um yeah the, he from what you get he's not a very good writer from those two books he's he's yeah um uh, owen and wyatt you guys can gain a hit point 
uh, from sleeping. Um, uh, next morning, um, uh, those of you uh, awaken uh, fairly early, uh, there's a knock on your door, uh, and, and it's Sam. Uh, and he said, uh, so sorry to disturb you, sir, but uh, uh, there is a police officer in the uh, front uh, at the front door. He uh, wishes to speak with you. And that's all of you. All of you get that message. Probably we can talk over breakfast and do it fairly civilized. Yes, Sam, do you think the fellow could be seen up here? Uh, I assume we'll have more privacy in the least than we would of anywhere course, else. Of course, sir. Yes. Um, so um, Sam organizes for, obviously, you will go to your normal breakfast room, uh, eats minor, and um, and Sam informs you that he will bring up the police officer to, to the room. We were all at the anvil last night playing bridge. We have to have um, a Owen, Owen uh, you're probably pretty banged up at this point. You were, still. you were all seen by the by the mover movers. people and the ex-wife. Mm -hmm. No, I think I think we go out and just say that this was self-defense. Uh, and why didn't we report it? Because we were in shock because mm -hmm. of the strange violence. Perhaps our friend, our friend nearly died as well. Um, so once you guys are all there, uh, eventually Sam uh, brings uh, a young man, probably kind of 28, 29. Um, he's wearing a, a suit with a like a coat over the top. He's got kind of uh, slicked back brown hair, uh, five o'clock shadow. Uh, looks like it's pretty early for him. And he goes, uh, gentlemen, uh, I got some questions for you. Morning, uh, officer. Can I uh, offer you a coffee or some French toast? Uh, and he kind of looks at the food and um, and he, uh, I, I probably shouldn't. I'm on the job and all, but uh, there's no alcohol uh, yeah. in it. It's you're fine. <laughs> well, if if you gentlemen don't mind, I mean, you know. No, it's the least we can do for the trouble of you coming down. Yeah, mm -hmm. much obliged. Much obliged. So he he takes his seats and um, you know, piles on some bacon and and some of the food. It's sort of on the on the plates uh, over, and um, he said, uh, "So, uh, listen, I, I got some questions for you, gentlemen. Uh, we got we got ourselves a body over in um, over in uh, uh, Long Island there, and uh, you know we did some uh, some digging, and and uh, we understand that um, well, you gentlemen were there and, and had uh, an encounter with some unsavory type characters." Let's put it uh, rather lightly, officer. Uh, eight armed thugs approached and attempted to intimidate us. It was very distasteful. Before they pulled guns and started shooting at us. Uh, well, that explain the... Uh, we found a couple of 30, 32s. Were they, they were theirs? Quite. Mm, yeah, all the, all the, uh, the things that have filed off, so... Um, we can't track the ones we got. Uh, well, listen, what happened? Like, um, as I said, we 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 got to look at all angles. We've got a we got a dead body. It looks like the guy's been fried for. They got the weirdest. Uh, it's almost like he, he he had like a grill or something strapped to his legs, and 
and the con is telling us the guy the guy was electrocuted. I, I mean, how the hell that happened? Leaned on his car battery, maybe? When you fell? What, did you guys move the body? Nope. They took oh. off in their cars. Well, we did have to move the body off of our friend Owen, on whom he collapsed when he had his episode. Well, then how did he... Uh... How did he die from a car battery if he was in the front lawn? I guess really I'm not sure. unlucky. I think I mean, there was also a, 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 some rather peculiar meteorological effects. Uh, is it possible there was some sort of heat lightning discharge due to the fact that he was uh, uh, heavily armed with heavy metals? Uh, uh. God, you, I mean, you're starting to talk. Uh, uh, that ain't my area of expertise. Sorry, sorry. But uh, basically, you're saying that these these guys pulled some guns on you, and there was a what a scuffle of some kind, and then this guy was electrocuted somehow with a meteorite or something, and then fell in the front of yours. Yeah, the, the ape packed into a suit came to uh, came to intimidate us. There was a show of fists. Uh, we tried to uh, alleviate the situation by putting his uh, trousers around his ankles uh, to hopefully send him away packing in embarrassment, but then they started pulling guns and started shooting. So evidently they hadn't got much of a sense of humour. Luckily well, they were... The, we got the statement here from uh, uh, Bobby Mon Monroe, uh, works for a, for a uh, moving company, and he said some he, pretty much the same thing, and he's gone through his, his notebook, and he said, he said, you guys were there asking some questions about the... Uh, the fellow you lived there and and um purchasing some, of the goods some there. yeah buying some goods and then these these guys turned up and uh he said one of you guys had a had a sword and then uh -oh. he, what he said one of you guys had a hang on this, this guy must have been one of you guys uh, was wheeling lightning i go like that and now i go into a textbook diatribe on how an electric car battery and a sweaty big dude can cause a power. So, and I use every big word, every, you know, like I'm trying to go right over his head, make him feel like, oh yeah, I know that. And, and he's, uh, so he's like, um, hang on. And he kind of like looks back and uh, says to Sam, who's at the door, he said, hey, could you, uh, could you bring the guy in? Uh, and Sam sort of nods, uh, and then the next minute, um, uh, the main mover uh, uh, kind of walks in. He's holding his hat, and he goes, uh, hey, "Gents, hey, hey, how you doing?" And he goes, "Hey, so um, got, like these guys are saying something about a car battery." The guy, and and, and he goes, uh, 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 "What?" And he goes, uh, "That one over there, he he had a big like lightning stick or something." And he points directly over at Wyatt. A lightning stick? The hell's he talking about? It might, have been the it might have been the reflection off this. You never know. That's that's my cane, by the way. And up and. Oh, that's that explains the sword. Thanks. That mm -hmm. there, yeah, that makes sense. But the what the, and then um, the Bobby's like that thing. The, the the thing on his wrist. It's he pulled it out and it started. What that the chain? Get 
Give us a look. So he's sort of like um, looking at it and he goes, this thing? This this is a chain. This this ain't a stick. This, whatever. And he hands it back to you. Because <laughs> he can't, um, he doesn't have the right, you know. Yeah. Um, and he said, well, look, uh, it, it, it sounds like pretty close here. Uh, uh, these guys attacked you, but kind of, yeah, you know, they, they, the guy started shooting at these fellas. So whatever happened, there was... It was self-defense. I'm telling you right now, cop. And it, uh, guys, I just I want to I, I want to tell you I, I wasn't going to say anything, but the the lady of the house came back and, and the the body on the front yard. So, you know, I, like I said in the note, I don't want any trouble. I don't. What note? What's he talking about? Yeah, I'll, I'll hand over the note of that case. No, I completely agree. There's there doesn't seem to be any any issue here as far as I can see. I mean, it was self-defense. So, I mean. We, we did a, our bad from not having reported it, but we were quite beaten up and quite upset and quite shocked after our friend nearly died. Sure, so we, sure, we brought, sure. Yeah. We brought him back here. I, I, my last question for you guys is, do you know why, did you guys know these fellas or was there, was this a, just like an un... Like, what was going on? Why did they... Uh... They had a connection with the previous occupant of the house, Um Mrs. Fontanelli, uh, Fontanelli is currently extracting herself from her husband and all connections to him. Uh, and it yeah, seems like they were... Leopold? That, that, that the name? That's him. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they were less savoury associates of his, of his. And I don't think they... I don't think they liked what was going on with the whole split that he was... Uh, that she was effectively selling everything of his off... Uh, kicking him out of the uh, house. Yeesh. Yeah. I think if we weren't there, she they were gonna take all of her stuff too. They were oh. probably there to take the whole moving truck. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Well look at look, I got I got the I got this uh all written down and stuff now, but uh look, thank you for the breakfast and um look if we have any more questions we'll be in touch. But um you know, yeah. Just Try and stay out of trouble, okay? Maybe don't fling the, the knife around the, you know, and uh, yeah, just try and stay safe. And and um, and you. And he looks over to Bob, and he's like, yeah, maybe stay off the sauce, okay? Lightning stick. What? Come on, let's go. Personal he, protection um, only. Yeah, he uh, he uh, he just just out of the room, and Bobby kind of like kind of nods and kind of goes, "Sorry again, folks." And uh, yeah, I'll see you later. And and he leaves as well. Didn't even have to hypnotize him to convince him that it was all uh, not worth his trouble. Oh, well. <laughs> Why it's your lying is going to get us all into trouble. Why didn't you just tell him you were an inventor and you invented the lightning stick to, for self-defense? No. You don't, they can't arrest you for that. It's great self-defense. So someone from the government turning up next. Well, you could say that you're trying to get it patented mm -hmm. for old people. <laughs> I should I mean, like it's... To confiscated. Yeah, I don't want it taken as evidence. Well, you don't think that they're going to come back now? Police aren't going to drop this. Uh, how are they going to prove I had a lightning stick? They're maybe not, but they're still going to haul you in and then they're going to put you on trial and see what they can get to stick. 
Yeah, I suppose it depends on what uh, Jerry's friends in the league feel is appropriate. And I suspect they're the type to go for more direct retributional justice rather than upgrade through the constabulary. Well, oh yeah, there'll be more of them. Good luck. However, yes, having felled their chief gorilla, they might try a more diplomatic approach next time. Send someone whose knuckles don't drag along the ground. It's too bad my uh, cousin Lex wasn't here. He'd have made short work of them all. He's a big. Uh. <laughs> so, what do we do now, folks? We hawk in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got the address. Sounds like a plan. Uh, are we just going to walk up to the front door and knock and see what happens, or are we going there with some kind of pretense? Well, first we're going to have to lose the police, because they're probably going to follow us all now. I doubt it. They sent one guy. But... He seemed rather satisfied. I don't think he wanted to write out the report that involved the lightning stick. Mm -hmm. And I do a recon psychology show. Actually, I suck at that. I forgot it. <laughs> On a psychology check on what? The officer. But my my psych I just oh, he's gone. <laughs> no in thinking about it, if did he buy the oh, right. my oh, psychology yeah, yeah. is so bad it's not worth yeah. it. Um so yeah, you guys wanna head off to Weehawken? Sure. Via like three other subway stops and then to the ferry. <laughs> Maybe to a Chinese okay. restaurant take on uh, Danielle's uh <laughs> Sure. There could so be all it, sorts of thugs there waiting at that address. Uh, it, it takes you guys a little while to get there then since you're doing the, the long way. But eventually uh, you turn up um, at uh, the address and... Um, what did they uh, say? That in the films, we'll case the joint first? <laughs> As you pull up, um, it's, there's, uh, it's also in the cul-de-sac. Uh, and this one it overlooks... Like there's there's a there's a cliff, yeah. Uh, so it, it overlooks a lot. It's kind of right on the on the peak of this cliff. Um, it's a two story house. Um, from the street, you can see a nice um, there's a some nice hedges and a very nice well kept garden. Uh, in the back of the house, you can see a greenhouse and what looks like a like a work shed type thing off to the side. Um, and uh, the front door uh, to, to the home is, is open. Um, and there doesn't seem to be anything kind of, there's no cars about anything. There's no people around. You can't seem to, you know. Are you just saying the door is open? Yes. Yep. The front it's door is wide abandoned? open. No. So I'm greenhouse, door? greenhouse outbuilding, uh, driveway with no car. Uh, can we see that there are lights on inside the house? Well, it's during the day, um, but yeah. if you if you're looking uh, through the the front door, uh, directly in front of the front door, um, sorry, directly like so past the front door, uh, you see a man at a desk. Um, he looks like quite a young man. Um, wearing spectacles, blonde hair, uh, parted to one side, uh, nice crisp suit and wide, uh, like uh, quite a tall, high starched collar, um, uh, and he seems to be seems to be writing. 
I guess it just likes the fresh air. Um, like a secretary? Yeah, that'd probably be a, 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 a good guest. Um, I'm going to, I, I, I look at all of them and I get just kind of a, a, a sort of haughty, snobbish look on my face when I'm dressed. And I, I just walk in, I walk up to the desk and I say, um, I'm here, I would like to speak with Mr. Argus. Oh, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, and he sort of stands up and, and dusts himself off. Uh, Percy Langhorn, uh, at your service. Mm -hmm. He puts his hand out to shake. Uh, I'm, I'm, I do apologize, but uh, Mr. Argus is actually out of town at the moment. Uh, uh, but if you are in need of his services, I can drop uh, uh, down, uh, I can make an appointment for you. Do you know where he is? Uh, no, I'm, I do apologize. Uh, I can't give out that sort of information. Yeah. He's not here, I yell back at the others. I'll come in at that point. Cool. So who uh, who's actually going to be within sight of, of Percy? So uh, at the moment, you can see Demiel and you can see Milton. Who else is going to go inside? Just stay outside and watch the streets. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't see any reason why not to go inside. So I'll, uh, I'll limp okay. inside. Owen's going inside. Marston. I think uh, I'm going to casually stroll around to the greenhouse first. Okay, sure, no worries. Um, so, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, there's uh, there's three of you. Um, guys, are you all here to make an appointment with Mr. Mm. Argus? We we had something we wanted to discuss with us, but it, but with him. But if he's not here, do you know when he'll be returning? Uh, well. Um, as I said, I, I can't really give out uh, that sort of information. All right, well, would you look at this over here for a moment? And I point over at uh, Milton's hypnotic. Right. Okay. So that, that's, that's a shame that he's not here. I mean, we've traveled a long way to see him, and I'm sure that he would be very appreciative if we got in contact with him. Um, are you sure that you can't remember or can't inform us of where he is? At which point I'm going to use hypnosis. Hypnosis, sure. Give me, give me a roll. Poor Percy. Um, I'd like to push it if I can. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Give me a push. So I'm what? You're really, you're really swinging it at this point. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not burning that much luck. <laughs> yeah. Ah, bollocks. No, that's a fail. Um, so I'm just so, spinning it. <laughs> I'd probably yes, drop it. But it's to the point that um, he said, um, you do realise I work for a hypnotist and I know exactly what you're trying to do, right? <laughs> also doing it very badly. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it away at that Well, one. we know he's a hypnotist. That's kind of why who, we were here. Who are you? What? Why would? Why were you trying to hypnotize? What? I'm going Wait, to call the police. Let's let's try this a different way, and I'll pull out my wallet at that point. He sort of stops with his hand, uh, like at at the, kind of about to touch the phone, um, and he goes. He said, "Not not here," uh, and um, he. Now in the room you are, directly behind this desk, is stairs 
uh, to the upper level. Uh, and then there's, uh, there's three doors. Um, one uh, seems to go off. Uh, you, you, you can see through it into a, what looks like a study or an office. There's, there's large bookcases adorning the walls. Uh, and you can see a desk over on the far wall with a large uh, wingback chair behind it. Um, directly to your right uh, is uh, what would assume is a, like a like a sitting room for a for a therapist. So like where the that would you'd assume would be where the uh, the sessions would be had. And then directly to your to your left, uh, you can see a dining room. Uh, he leads you through into the room uh, with the the two sitting chairs where the sessions would be would be held. Uh, so he kind of walks off into into that room. Um, this room is, uh, you can see the curtains are all pulled and it's quite a dim light um, and things. Um, who is following Percy into, into the room? Milton? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll just wait out in the reception. Okay, you're going to wait. Uh, okay. as, as they start to go, yeah. as soon as Percy, uh, his eyes aren't in a place where he can see me, I'm just going to reach down where the phone cord is and snap it out of the wall. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yep. Yep, that's fine. And then uh, I'll follow. You, and then you'll follow. So, Owen, you're going to be in the uh, the front room by yourself. Uh, Marsden, you've gone around the back of the house. Uh, Wyatt, uh, what have you done? On the street? Like, looking, you know... Okay, so you're still on the street. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Damiel and Milton have gone to the sitting room. Okay, so let's jump across first to... Uh, um, so uh, once you go, go into the room, um, uh, Damiel and Milton, um, Percy's going to close the door behind you guys, and uh, and, and he goes, so uh, what exactly are we... Um, are we talking? What, what do you, uh, that's a lot of money you're waving around there. Well, first off, and I'll lay out a $10 bill, uh, that's for my poor attempt. I am very rusty uh, doing such things. And then I'll pull out a second one and lay it alongside it. Uh, I presume there's like a coffee table or something that I am. Yes, there's some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've put another one alongside it. Uh, this one's to obviously make a point that we have, or rather not we, uh, your employer has obviously left some loose ends that mean that he is able to be tracked and that and then lay a third one out saying that this one is obviously not yourself so that there are ways that there are plausible deniabilities that would shield yourself from any comeback shall we say all right so i'm going to leave that there for a second quickly going to jump over to marsden who is crypt around the back of the house um so as you come around the back of the house uh you can see uh, a door which leads to what looks like probably a kitchen um and then directly in front of you is a large greenhouse and then what looks like a um like a worksheds for, you know, like all the tools and whatnot and things like that. The greenhouse is attached to the main house or it's a separate building? No, they're, they're separate, yeah. So there's three separate buildings. Uh, and the and there's not, uh, the driveway doesn't go this far back. This is all footpaths. No, not at all, yeah. This is like, this is probably, if you went another 15 yards back, you would be, you'd fall off the cliff. Like this is right at the back of the house, so well away from the street. And there's a nice skyline in the distance, and it's seen. Oh yes, definitely. The, yeah. the houses are probably pretty far apart. Yes, correct. Um, and the greenhouse is 
let's see, it's May, so it's bright green in there, and there are things blossoming and blooming, and the not green, wet. yellow. Well, that's intriguing. So into the greenhouse I shall go, assuming the door is not barred in some way. Yep. No, you uh, you you make your way around to the to the front of um, uh, the greenhouse, as you say, and um, and as I said, you, you you walk in and you're straight away hit with a strong strong floral uh, bouquet, uh, um, and and um, the the entire greenhouse. There's only one type of plant. It's just this bloomed yellow flower with a long stem. Uh, and I do not recognize this variety at all. Uh, give I me uh, botany. Uh, so natural world, I guess, is the... That'd be the closest thing to a botany, I'd say, yeah. yeah. One time I'm not a botanist. 27 <laughs> is a normal success. You have no idea what the hell these flowers right. are. You've never encountered anything that looks uh, anything at all like this. And the, the smell is, it's its almost intoxicatingly. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I it's, expect it might quite literally be intoxicating. Uh, possibly. It's, it's uh, a very beautiful smell. Uh, and these are, these are flowers on stalks. Yes, correct. And the, it's the entire greenhouse. Um, and it's a okay. fairly large greenhouse. I'm, so I'm, I don't really have any, um, uh, you know, CSI plastic Ziploc bags, given that it's 1935. So I'm going to look for something in there that I can use to snip off a couple of samples and put them in something that won't contaminate the entire inside of my bag sure. and so on. Okay, so while you're doing that, Owen, what are you doing? Uh, Owen is very sore and he, he's looking for a seat to sit down. Um, he'll do a, he'll do a cursory uh, look around the reception, see if there's anything uh, so of interest. There's, there's the main desk where mm -hmm. Percy was sitting um, and it looks like he was just wasn't really working on anything particular. Um, you can see through into the um, the office. I said that there's the, all the books um, and um, there's two armchairs and then a large desk with uh, with the wing back at the back of it. Those chairs look very comfortable, so I'm going to go in and sit down on one of them. Okay. As you walk in um, to the room, uh, you hear a and a cat jumps from the top of the bookcase uh, and lands on the um, uh, lands on the ground and, and scampers under one of the bookcases. Um, Never been much of a cat person. Go go in and sit in the chair anyway. <laughs> uh, so one of the armchairs. Yeah, he, he's, okay. for reference, Owen's got eight hit points out of twenty-two, so he, he's aching all over. Sure. Um, mm. Cool. So yeah, you sit down and and uh, looking around there is uh, books on all the walls, large bay window with the wingback chair in front of you, and the desk is probably maybe a foot in front of you, um, and. Uh, yeah um um on on the desk um you can see a uh a large leather book um and it looks like it's um it's kind of um 
it's not been like a, a well bound one. It's just like looks like it's kind of been makeshift, kind of put together. Um, and the, the on the front of it, it kind of punched in is the marking of the 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 crystal tree. The tree. Oh, hello. I'll, no, uh, where is Owen? In Owen's in the in the uh, in the office. He's in the front office. No, so there was the foyer, and then the, there was an office off to the side. You guys went into the sitting room, and he's walked off into the office. Okay, so we're in the sitting room. He's in the office. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so Wyatt's out on the street. Marsden is in the back in the green room. Uh, so in the uh, greenhouse. Uh, Milton and you were in the sitting room with Percy, and Owen is is sitting in the uh, in the office. Yeah, I, I, if I if I seen um, if I seen Melton forking out a load of ten dollar bills, I'll just go. Mm, you probably paid him for the book. No, you don't see that. You don't, oh, you I don't see that. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll just flick through a couple of the pages then, see if there's something okay. interesting. So uh, you reach out and um, uh, give me a luck roll. <laughs> I can't. I have no luck. Correct. So <laughs> uh, yeah, you you reach out. Um, Milton and Damiel, as uh, you're you're putting the money out, you all of a sudden you all hear a thud coming from the other room. Oh, I'll step stand up and what was Someone that? Bread? It's at this moment that Percy realizes that there's only two of you. He goes, "Oh no!" And he goes and opens the other door, and you all hit with a wave of yellow smoke. Um, and that is where we're going to end uh, tonight's episode. <laughs> and that's amazing. <laughs> oh. The fucking smoke bomb went off. The smoke bomb went off. <laughs> our, our players included Jason Melnichok, Matthew Sanderson, David Gassaway, Mark Anthony, and myself with Zane Fleming as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up a private game, and you can uh, learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. Punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.